Hello, welcome back to the Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast, episode 20, guys. We're talking about Plague Tale Innocence, which was Mondo's pick, uh, what, like about a month ago now? Something like Something that. Something like yeah. that, yeah. I lose track of time when you're older, dude. It's like... I hear you. Every day is the same. You're <laughs> fucking it. You wake up, snooze, 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 wake up, get dressed, go to work, and then fucking just wash, rinse, and repeat, man. That's true. Ah. <sighs> How are you boys doing? Here we're talking. Let's let's continue with the rocks talk. Like, that's I'm scared of that. Kidney stones are the worst. Man. Rocks, yeah. I don't it want is, that to ever. Happen. It's just so painful, dude. Like, and the thing is, and I don't know, Mondo, you were the same way. So it starts with a sharp pain in your kind of lower right yep. side, and then it's the okay, is it a kidney stone or is my appendix like bursting and I'm going to die tonight? <laughs> you know, and you don't know which one it's going to be. So do you really want to go to the hospital? It's just like that fight. Eventually, though, if it doesn't pass, though, you have to. It's just the pain is unbearable. Do they cut it out somehow? No, no. they uh, no. pulverize it with like um, waves of sonic waves. Sonic and stuff. waves, yeah. Some fucking. I have a, Thor I have a crazy story. I have a crazy story about that sonic wave thing. So I've had kidney stones three times in my it. life. Oh, I wish you can't even get a boner if you want to with that pain. <laughs> <laughs> but I had kidney stones three times. The last one being like 2017, and um. Each time, the last two times have been required hospitalizations. And so they said, you know what? You have kidney stones so many times. We're just going to set you up for that. It's like a non-invasive surgery. You basically strip fucking naked. They knock you out. They throw you on this bed and just sonic wave blast your your kidney where where it's directed. It's supposed to break it up, make it easier to pass. Well, maybe for everyone but me, because it made it worse. I had the non-invasive surgery. And the next day I was in the emergency room. And uh, it took me about eight hours to pass the motherfucker. They, it causes so much pain, dude. Did it's you like get morphine your, or something. Oh yeah, that's the best part is they hook you up with that morphine stuff and you feel it just. Uh, yeah, I had morphine, morphine once. And I was like, whoa, dude. When you feel that warm, fuzzy feeling in your yeah. system, and you're like, oh, I feel great. <laughs> I can go fucking do jumping jacks and feel no pain. Um, but they they'll test the rocks afterwards, and I guess there's different levels that these rocks can be like one through five, five being like DEFCON five, the worst. They last rock they test, they said is like the worst calcium buildup you can get. It's impossible to break up. So when they did that non-invasive surgery, they basically took one sharp little knife and like scrambled it into like several different knives that were coming down my ureter. Um, and it fucking hurt. It's like pissing glass. It's crazy. That's what it feels like. It's not fun, man. It's, it's a little dull pain followed by like immobilizing crushing you've never felt this in your life type pain it's like a shit coming out sideways but worse <laughs> when you pass it is it like unbelievable like oh. um i was high on meds so i never felt it what about you steve's last I, one i fucking felt it uh, <laughs> you know it's not un, so it's not like instant relief so it's it's instant relief in your stomach oh so this the pain in my stomach went away immediately but then your dick hurts like yes because you know you just travel essentially that shard so it's really weird because it hurts in a way that you never ever get that pain any other way you know yep it's just like yeah it's terrible todd you're pissing out a rock out your fucking pee hole that's sharpened as like a fucking razor blade coming down so it's got a longer passage to go down others (laughs) <laughs> oh good good thing mine was a short passage <laughs> i just sneezed and it flew out <laughs> uh, but that motherfucker hurts dude you never want it so uh, the crazy, yeah, don't want it 
you could drink all the water you want to, dude, but keep in mind sodium, like from foods and stuff, that that'll fuck you up. And you your wife's Hispanic, so we cook with sodium like no other. Good well, luck. Not good. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, do your kids start school soon? Uh two two, three weeks, something like that. Oh dude, my I think like the second starts- week of August or something like that. My oldest starts next week, and I'm fucking dreading it. I was telling Steve offline that she's going to junior high as a sixth grader, and I'm ready to kick kids' asses like stepbrothers. Yeah, so mine did last year. It's different. Uh, I'm not ready for it, man. Hey, I joined, um, based on your guys' recommendation from uh, Horror Squad, I, I've now joined the echelon of Goodreads, Letterbox, and... Ooh. And another app called GG, where you can track your game. Same idea as all the other ones, but you can track your game progress and rate that shit too. So that's cool. I'm going to look at the and GG it, one. GG one's cool, man. It's free, but I'm Jedi Mind 1207. For those of you guys listening who want to follow and see what the hell I'm reading, watching, or playing, it's all covered on those apps. So friend request me. Yeah, you got to update all your books. Like, I know you got more than 10 books oh. that you've read. You want me to put all like 2,000 books in there? You have to put comics? all of them in there. That's the point of it. No, nah, I don't uh, put comics in there. I okay. put books up. I, still got, I got a shitload of books. I was going to do that for Letterboxd, but I'm just going to start from where we're at. That's what I'm doing. It's giving me an excuse to go back to old movies. So yeah. the day I joined Letterboxd is when I started like putting stuff in. So yeah. it, It's kind of cool because it keeps you like, I don't know, like active and you know, before you just watch a movie, and you're like, okay, cool, whatever. But now you can like put your own thoughts on there and rate that shit and see what other people say. So I think it's pretty cool, man. I'm glad you guys have uh, called everyone out shamelessly on those things and made us join. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's great for uh, I would I always before watching something like if it's an old thing, check what my friends think of it. You know, if anyone's seen it, because yeah. uh, something especially like having a podcast. You know, like the horror squad, uh, you know, Todd will talk about something, but then I kind of forget about it. And then I go to watch it and it's like, oh, I don't remember if he recommended it or said not to watch it. So uh, I go check Letterbox to see. Steve's sneaky, though, because he doesn't update his new movies until after until the Until afterwards, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I learned I that. I'd, I'd, or or I, I put a fake one when it was for uh, Christy's <laughs> regular. <laughs> yeah. He puts out those Discord questions of like, hey, guess what we rated stuff? He, 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 he. Uh, but Todd gets all uh, Todd gets all pro status on there. He's like, "No, nah, this movie sucked. I saw like the uh, boom mic here, and there was." This. I don't say like, that Fuck. stuff. He's like fucking Ebert. I over don't here, say right? that, <laughs> Mister Fucking Classical Raider over here. But a Quiet Place Two is a remake of Quiet Place One, so we'll just leave it at that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm sure that's you shitting on it. I thought it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You guys ready for a little bit of news real quick? Yeah, throw it up there. I wrote I wrote quite a few things, but because I know that you wanted to talk about the Steam Deck a little bit, Todd, I'm gonna shorten this up. Oh yeah. Um, two biggest that. two big things and then a bunch of Marvel stuff real quick. The two big things is Dead Space remake is a fucking thing. It's official. And I could not be more excited about that. Would you rather have a remake or a, a part four? both because i'm greedy as fuck but i want to i think that with the remake if it does well if it sells well then that's going to lead into more maybe like resident evil did yeah it basically revived the franchise right or at least just took something that was good and made it better so i'm uh i'm excited about the dead space steve i'm excited but i think i would have preferred to have a part four 
um just with the continuation of the current story or with something entirely different just something in the dead space universe honestly uh just because i guess we just played dead space it's like (laughs) then we have to replay dead space it's uh it's gonna be cool though and of course i'm gonna play it but you know i I would it's gonna look great yeah it's gonna look so oh my god i can't wait to see i I know we only got a teaser but do we know if it's a shot for shot remake they said they took out things that they felt they didn't work that dragged, but I added things they cut the first time because oh, of okay. uh, budget. So very cool. It sounds like they're taking the core game. It it may still be like a turn and twist and turn of the same thing, but somehow they're going to amp it up by a thousand. The graphics alone are something to look forward to that I'm salivating about. So I'm excited about that. Um, the other thing that dropped within the last, you know, since like the last show was the announcement of an Assassin's Creed Infinity, which is in development and expected sometime in 2023. It's going to be like a, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. It's not going to be like a game that we're used to yearly or every two years. It's more going to be like a, like a live service episodic type thing with different, different timelines to explore. So um, I don't know anything Assassin's Creed, even stupid tower defense, I'll play it. So kind of looking forward to where they're shifting with that although i hate when games start shifting to the like popular trend and you know like battle royale kind of kills it for me. yeah it kind of kills it for me but i'm an assassin's creed fan through and through i'll see what it's all about um and real quick marvel stuff there's a lot of fucking marvel news that has been dropping lately uh, the first one is blade uh it's got its director in basam Tariq. I'm looking forward to a fucking new Blade movie and it connected to the MCU as a whole. Um, Kingpin, possibly Vincent D'Onofrio, maybe in the new Hawkeye Disney Plus series that's coming out. That'd be, that'd be fucking cool. He was great. Yeah, he, he was great as Kingpin, right? In Daredevil and shit. Yeah, I guess that follows because apparently uh, Charlie Cox is going to be Daredevil and Spider-Man. So Yeah, well, they, they're saying they're going to just be, be in his... I never saw season oh, three of Daredevil. great. That's my favorite one. Yeah. With uh, could, Dead, Dead Eye or whatever his name is. Bullseye. There Bullseye. You yeah. If you guys could, you talk about Red Dead Redemption or what? <laughs> Dead Eye. Um, if you can bring back those Marvel shows from Netflix, would you bring all of them back or would you just bring back like. Daredevil? I'd forget Iron Fist, but the re- I'd bring the rest. <laughs> Iron Fist. Ass. Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> like, just uh, terrible. I'm going like, to punch a door open again. But, cool. but I like Luke Cage and, uh, and Jessica Jones. So I'd, I'd be fine with those coming back. But Iron Fist, they could recast him. Daredevil and Punisher were definitely my favorite. Oh, yeah. They were so fucking perfectly cast. Just. Yeah. Awesome. I, I'm really hoping that they bring those actors back i mean with the whole variant thing which we'll talk about i think in what watch i mean it'd be cool and then with vincent denorfio i mean he was like the perfect kingpin perfect um so hopefully that is true uh secret invasion which is going to be another disney plus show is scheduled to start filming next month until december so we'll be getting that hopefully in 2022 um and last but not least uh as of today or yesterday ant-man and the wasp quantumania has started filming so kang the conqueror baby that's awesome he who remains yeah they also started filming black panther too i think oh yeah yeah you're right i totally how, forgot how about are they that doing one. that i thought they weren't going to recast him is it just going to take they're over not, I don't think so. so there's one of two things i think are going to happen either some one of the other people in the movie are going to take black panther or they might uh bring back uh, michael b jordan Ooh, I like Killmonger. That's what I good. Too. Me too, as as a variant of Black Panther. Uh, yeah, I don't know because I, I I thought at first Shuri would be Black Panther, but I heard she might not even be coming back because of the trouble she's with with Disney. 
So are you there? Who knows? Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm uh I'm okay with Shuri, but I kinda like the Michael B. Anthony or yeah. Is that my is that his Jordan. name? I totally forgot. Jordan. Jordan. Why Jordan. I say Anthony? Fuck, I could totally had a brain fart. Uh Michael B. Jordan. I would love for him to come back um and reprise that role or take on the mantle. I mean, it kind of ended on that note too, where he kind of saw the light at the end, right? Um, so it'd be cool. I, I'm curious to see what they do with that movie because they're definitely working, you know, with big shoes to fill. So, anyways, and the Steam Deck got announced. Todd, you want to talk about this thing? It, it looks very interesting. Yeah. So, uh, Steam Deck basically it's a mobile PC uh, built by Valve, you know, Steam and all that stuff. So you got three options. You got the 399 one with 64 gigabytes. You can uh, bump that one up to 529 for 256 and 649 for the big dog, which has a bunch of special features on it. Um, honestly, I, I would get this before I got a PS5 because I have more use for it. Um, my gaming PC is 10 plus years old, so I don't even use it anymore because that's a fucking dinosaur to today's standards. And, um, you know, to, to make a really good game PC, you got to drop at least a thousand bucks, right? And yeah, this is more. four or five, you know, the price of a, a console. And to have my Steam library, which is like, 200 plus games that just sit there unplayed and you can put game pass on it dude i don't that's i'm sold <laughs> it's so much better yeah. than than a, a switch because switch is just terrible with the user interface and the store and all that stuff um i yeah i can see me playing a lot of this especially in work trips and shit like that so i'm how in. do you feel how would you feel about the dropping that 649 or whatever and the thing only pushes out 1080p it doesn't matter because the screen's what seven inches so it, I mean, it doesn't really affect me because I'm not playing and handheld for graphics. I'm that's what I save my TV for. Yeah. And I know it has like a dock, so you can like turn it into actual PC because you can like sideload like whatever you want on it. But um, 649, I don't think I would get that one. If based off right now, I would go with middle ground 529. But I'm definitely waiting for reviews because it might like it might shit the bed or something, you know? Because Valve isn't really great with their uh, like their, I forget what their controller was called, but it kind of bombed. Yeah, they just had something else released before they died, right? Yeah, they all, usually all the peripherals have died, like quick deaths. So mm-hmm. that's definitely something to consider when. Yeah, it's just the support should always be there, I think, because it's linked to Steam. So, but I don't know. But I'm in 100% as of this point. But we'll see. What about you, Steve? Yeah, I'm a little afraid. I feel like getting the steam deck is like me getting the last infinity stone <laughs> for like gaming because pc gaming is <laughs> the last thing that i don't do and i feel like i'll never like see the light of day for the rest of my life because i'll have so much gaming to do think of uh, game pass on it though yeah no oh. I, i'm definitely thinking about it like th- this would essentially replace my switch um and yeah i'm like you todd i'm not buying it right away because i want to see the reviews i want to make sure that people like it and everything and i also want to hold one i'm hoping one of my friends buys one yes. so i can because the the joysticks seem really high and i don't know like it doesn't seem ergonomically it looks painful it does so i want to test it before i play it but the idea of it i love so i would definitely get it i wanted to succeed for all the reason you guys talked about but i'm very kind of apprehensive about it i mean it's a lot of money to drop on a handheld and i don't know i just the well, idea you play sounds PC cool. gaming too to an extent right like not, diablo not very much i'll play diablo and you know you talked about age of empires last episode like stuff like that but i don't know i mean i like the switch because you have those fun games like mario party and and 
the stupid golf one that I'm playing right now. <laughs> but I just don't know that I want to commit right. that much fucking money to that handheld, regardless of Game Pass and stuff. But they haven't even announced that, right? That, that connection that's just kind of the idea that you can't have Game Pass on it and access all that stuff. Well, I mean, you can download any app, so... Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. Ba- it's basically a handheld PC, so yeah. It... yeah. But, um, yeah, the, the Switch is strictly my my family fun family time, one you know? yeah because yeah. I've, I've tried taking it on planes i'm like you know i just end up putting it away and reading a book um and like in hotels or whatever i'm like i don't i just don't like playing this but <laughs> switch like i can if i get the inkling because i almost bought that uh travel case for the xbox where it has like a little oh, you go play oh, yeah, right monitor because <laughs> yeah, i was traveling so much i'm like i want to fucking play games but like this would solve all that all those problems so we'll see um, well when you buy it you can review see. it and tell me there you go yeah See what happens, I guess, but it looks cool. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on to our, our next little segment here. What have you guys been watching and what have you been playing? You go first, Todd. I want to hear about your Loki experience. Yes. Loki. I am happy that you guys talked about it because I was apprehensive at first because he wasn't really a, a huge character to me. But this has been my favorite Marvel show um, and probably favorite Marvel thing that I've seen since uh end game so oh, wow. man i was fucking into it i love the the retro feel of the of the technology and all that stuff the tva yeah the computers and all that shit the handhelds um the music was awesome yeah there was a lot of talking in it and shit and a lot of convenient plot devices but it didn't really bother me like i thought loki was very charming um sylvie was good and then just like owen wilson like wow wow <laughs> wow oh hey, hey loki i thought we were friends <laughs> uh, I thought it was cool and I'm excited for what comes next. I just finished the last episode today and that guy could not, he fucking loved talking. I'm like, shut the hell up, man. <laughs> Jonathan um, Majors. Whatever the, the guy that remains, whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, yeah he who Kane, remains. Kane he who remains. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. But I liked it a lot. So, I was into it. Did you like Sylvie? Yeah, she's fine. I mean, it's kind of weird cool. that he like he's gonna fuck himself, but who <laughs> else? Hey. That's the most Loki thing ever. Is that he would he would fall in love with a variant of himself? <laughs> oh, I really like hey. the the Lokis that were stranded too. Like the oh alligator. My God. They're, the they're the best. Yeah. Classic Loki was the best. Yeah. Oh no, alligator Loki. <laughs> alligator. <laughs> it was really cool. Oh um, man, I know. I can't wait to see what they're gonna do. And for me, the idea of them, you know, introducing. I mean. The he who remains is essentially the the rumored big bad for for the next phase of these marvel movies and shows so to see it happen this way it was really cool the show was fun and that owen wilson and uh, tom hiddleston uh partnership was fucking fantastic it was good i honestly wanted more of that little buddy comedy stuff um but six episodes is actually really like a really good sweet spot usually it's eight but i i was digging six i'm greedy man i want eight ten maybe at minimum yeah, no, it was great, man. Like, uh, and and I think it was a good way to introduce Kang because to dump all that exposition in a movie would have slowed it down. So to do it on a TV show instead, I thought was clever, just to explain what the variants are, why he's so powerful, and all that stuff, just by you know with one episode. So I yeah, I, I dug the end of this, and I love hey, that. Kang- so I was gonna Sorry, say Steve. this show had the best fucking Easter eggs like ever uh, everywhere the, the, right the episode with the variants uh had so many easter eggs including and i don't know if you guys read a lot of comics uh 
in the like i guess not so much in the 80s but in the 90s <laughs> but the thanos copter made me laugh so fucking hard do you have you guys ever, see do you guys know about i read the about thanos that copter? I, I saw was it in the show but i'm like what the hell is that so it was yeah. like the most silliest thing ever introduced in marvel comics for thanos <laughs> the, the first appear i think it's one of the first appearance of thanos if not the first appearance is him in this little yellow copter that says thanos on it yeah, you, yep. like I'll send you guys a picture during the episode. It's the most ridiculous thing ever, and then he became powerful and shit through other comics. But just the fact that they brought that back as a joke was goddamn hilarious. Just so funny. There's this really cool um YouTube um uh, guys that I'm subscribed to. They're called New Rock Stars. They do Easter egg breakdowns of all the shows, and they included that in there. And and that um in that area that they get banished to, that Loki gets banished to, they they even have stuff like the um. The Avengers Tower has Kang written on it, which is basically Kang the Conqueror, but it's spelled differently, like Q-E-N-G. I guess that has ties to like his, his comic book um, shit that happened there. And then it has the Sanctum Centaurum, all kinds of shit. So if you guys ever get time, uh, new rock stars on YouTube, they break down everything from Marvel, Game of Thrones, you name it, all shit nerdy. So That's great. So... What have you been watching, Steve? I mean, Todd, you got some more? Did you want to do them all at once, or? Uh, let's go around the horn. All right, Steve? All right, so I have one game, one movie, and one TV show to talk about this week. So I'm going to start with the movie. Uh, it's a movie from 2007 that I watched on Netflix called Zoom. Uh, it stars Tim Allen and um, Courtney Cox. It's it's basically just a... That's a weird yeah, it's a super and uh, Chevy Chase. <laughs> oh shit, that's even weirder. <laughs> yeah, and a bunch of other people, but th- those are kind of the main stars of it. So uh, Tim Allen plays this like superhero, and he has a group, but then they fail because his brother or something uh, like kind of destroys everyone. So it takes place in the future where his brother is going to come back from some other dimension, and the government needs like him to fight back but he doesn't want to do it so they hire like these like kind of kids that have magical powers and train them to fight this character and it's basically kind of the same plot as um what's that fucking movie with uh sky something sky high uh it's kind of like high. oh my sky high, but like a poor man's version of sky high if you can believe oh that my gosh uh, <laughs> there's such a thing exists i, I, I like sky high to be honest um but anyway oh it's just the, the, the powers are ridiculous and the movie is like super goofy and overall i just did not like it um it's my wife that picked this during a movie night and it looked decent enough i like superhero stuff but this one just did not hit with me so if you're looking for a superhero movie this is not it so tim allen chevy chase and who was the female courtney cox is in it courtney cox so there, there are a oh, bunch wow. of people in this fucking movie <laughs> It's terrible. You'd rather you should have just watched Spy Kids. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So for me, um, I was kind of feeling like uh wanted to watch like some macho dude bullshit. Um, and the kids weren't home. The wife was watching her own thing in in the bedroom. So I was like, okay, let me see what's on. The problem with having so many subscriptions. Uh, like service providers you subscribe subscribe to is not that you have them but for some reason you can never find anything on them to watch at times unless it's Tubi for Steve um but i found a a movie 1982 vigilante i found it on shutter it looked like a bunch of you know dudes kick ass movie uh basically it stars uh, robert forster 
he's uh it's a group of guys who basically are vigilantes they take shit into their own hands they they run after the drug dealers and the criminals and stuff on the surface it looked like it was going to be a cool movie it was like one of the worst movies i've seen in a while and i see some pretty dumb shit sometimes um do not waste your time on this movie makes absolutely no sense unless you want a really good laugh for really dumb stuff that happens i mean at one point you've got like this six foot four black dude who's one of the vigilantes chasing after this punk uh through the park the entire chasing itself is so dumb it's like oh hey i'm running up to a six foot fence i'm gonna come run towards it at full speed come to a complete stop and then jump vertically and try to climb over it's like no dude you take the momentum to swing yourself over right uh, and then the black dude jumps over and when he lands, we're all used to the superhero poses, right? From like Marvel and stuff. This dude does like a fucking Kung Fu pose that makes no sense with the movie, man. It's just, it's ridiculous. I, I can't even put into words how dumb it is, but Vigilante on Shudder. If you want to see something crappy, watch that. Other than that, stay away from it. Alrighty. My last one is a book. I'm currently rereading Dune from 1965, written by Frank Herbert, because uh, the movie's coming out in October and it looks fucking great. Because Dennis Filawayu, who did the new Blade Runner movie, <laughs> he's a really good director. Um, so Dune is basically about like far off in the future. Basically, there's like a caste system again where you have like dukes, you got barons and shit like that. So each house, they're called great houses, serve the imperial uh, freaking whatever you want to call him, president, emperor, whatever. Um, so they make, the emperor makes the Atreides family take over the planet Ericus, which is also known as Dune. It's a sand planet with a thing called spice that basically everyone wants to buy, everyone wants to get high off of. It's in food, it's in everything they do. It's like a big part of everyone's economy. But there's this rival house of the Harkonnens, which I fucking cannot stand. I hate these motherfuckers. <laughs> They're conniving. They're trying to get rid of, rid of the Atreides. Um, Paul is like the young heir to the Atreides throne and his, it's really good casting to uh, Timothy Chalamet is playing Paul and then uh, Poe Dameron is playing uh, his father um, Duke Leto and I cannot wait for the movie uh, the movie they made in the 90s I think 90s is that Sundance. bad it's bad yeah yeah it's bad oh, so don't uh, watch it no watch I mean because it's on if, HBO Max right now if you get to do anything read the book it's like 700 pages yeah it's good though <laughs> and um yeah i'm liking it it's really good holds up since last time i read it did you watch steve you haven't seen dune or read it right i saw the, the they made they made a movie before right they made a movie yeah, we, and like a yeah. sci-fi tv show and shit like that yeah I saw, I saw the movie a long time ago i mean it, it has was, a good cast good. with this new one yeah yeah so they, they definitely it's like an all-star cast so it could be good. A chance, but yeah, it's I, I, got Aquaman in it. Yeah, I know you guys like Aquaman. Yeah, <laughs> oh, hell yeah, I'm down. Yeah, uh, but Todd, I want to hear you say that again. Uh, Denis Villeneuve <laughs> did. You yeah. heard it once. <laughs> Denis, Denis. Denis. Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Is it not Denis? It, well, it says he's French. So it's Denis. Uh, Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Chalamet is pretty good. Chalamet. Yeah. Chalamet. <laughs> and side note, um, I love like the the movie The King on Netflix. I love that fucking movie. If you've never seen that, it's really cool. Uh, stars Timothy Chalamet. 
Oh, Should admit. Yeah, I that one either. I'll put it on my list. Um, so my next one is a TV show uh, I watch over on Netflix, and that is Masters of the Universe Revelation. Ooh. So uh, it's a two-part series. So part one had five episodes, which are now available on Netflix, and part two to come at another time. So I was a pretty big fan of Masters of the Universe when I was a kid. It wasn't like one of my favorites or anything, but I definitely watched it. Uh, the Adventures of He-Man and then later She-Ra and stuff. Uh, just a cool show that I used to watch in the 80s. So uh, it finally came back. And this one is actually a continuation of the 80s cartoon which is really, really cool. So it takes place kind of pretty much right after the uh, finale of Masters of the Universe from the 80s. And um, I'm not going to spoil what happens because uh, it like just came out and people ha probably haven't had time to watch it. But I will say this. <laughs> if you're expecting He-Man in your Masters of the Universe cartoon, man, are you going to be fucking disappointed because <laughs> he like gets dispatched of really fucking quickly oh no and it's about someone it's about tila mostly one of the other characters and uh yeah so that if you're going in expecting he-man and skeletor you're not going to get that at least not in part one uh it's does really, he-man uh, still have his karen haircut uh it's toned down from the oh, 80s uh, they made him <laughs> look more like a teenager in this this cartoon which is kind of what he was before but uh, in this one, I can see how people don't recognize Prince Adam versus He-Man, whereas in the original cartoon, it was basically the same person, just with a you know, pink shirt, <laughs> pink and white like shirt, Clark, like Clark Kent with yeah, glasses. Yeah, kind of like Clark Kent. Whereas <laughs> in in this, the the difference is big, where you can you know, one. Super I've never buff watched. And the other ones, uh, I never watched He-Man, but it, you know, I was in the womb in the eighties still, right. so. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, factory to it but so expectation aside if you're like, unless you really want to see he-man uh i i really enjoyed it the animation is great the characters are just as i remember them uh they really bring back most of the classic characters which was fucking awesome uh the story i thought was very intriguing like there's a lot that happens every episode uh holds up on its own and i personally would really recommend it i thought it was a great show uh, all the voice cast does a great job of mimicking their counterparts from the 80s. And, you know, like I said, other than He-Man not really being the focus in the first five episodes, at least, um, it's it's a great show. So I would recommend it. I liked Thundercats. You remember that shit? I remember. I never really watched it, but I know what it is for sure. Oh, well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Give me sight beyond sight. They did a really funny parody on Family Guy of that shit. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Which Chitar's used in the bathroom. <laughs> right. <laughs> that shit's funny. That show is amazing, too, by the way. I'm, I've never really consistently watched it, but I go back every now and then put that shit on. I'm like, oh, my God, they're way over the top. Um, I actually have two really quick ones. Um, I've been playing Mario Super Rush like crazy. I, I don't know why I'm addicted to it. Maybe it's because I keep dunking on my kids because they have no idea what they're doing. Um, but I've continued playing it. It's such a fun game. Todd, um, I don't know if your kids are into golfing and stuff. I'm not really a golf person, but some for some reason, for some reason, Mario golf definitely has it uh has me hooked. Um, a but a fuck are you a hole in one? 
Oh, let's go. <laughs> uh, they use like these superpowers and stuff to hit the ball even hard. And it's just funny seeing like Bowser just being a fat fucker um, hitting the shit out of the ball. Um, but real quick, I'm going to dive in for the last one is I'm also reading a book. I am on Star Wars, The High Republic. Uh, fuck, which one am I on? I'm on so many of them. Out of the Shadows, I think. It's really good. These Star Wars High Republic books that just came out are amazing. I am reading and have it on Goodreads, so you can follow my progress on there or share your progress if you're reading it. It's a good book. I recommend anything Star Wars. So, Yeah, that one's been in my uh, library loan list for a while now. So, I picked them all. I wasn't really reading until you started talking about it. I'm like, well, I have a lot of bookmarks in places of books that I'm reading. Actually, it's Star Wars Into the Dark, excuse me. Um, and so I dove back into it and it's addicting. Reading could be really addicting where you like do one chapter one night and then like 10 the next because you can't put it down when the book's good. So Steve, get on the reading, man. I know I do three at a time. <laughs> oh, fuck I do, that. I do the audio book in the car work, you know, to and from work. Then I got physical copy of book, which is Dune right now. And then I do a Kindle. Um, oh, right that's now. way too much. Why do you find the time? um well i mean audiobooks in the car and then reading before bed and then kindle if i have to do like a driving class or work or whatever i don't really have to talk i just play a video and fucking ask questions so it's like, it's like an hour so i get the kindle out oh shit yep you're up steve you gotta yeah. read yeah no i <laughs> all, all <laughs> i doesn't think like is, it all i think about while reading is like fuck i could have knocked out 10 movies <laughs> the time of me reading this one book you know but it's more uh... fulfilling is it it is. <laughs> yeah. he, I, he, in the Michael Myers novelization from 2018, it gets inside his head and he talks about how he's going to kill the cops. Ooh. <laughs> I want to hear his voice. Actually. That's cool. Uh, all right. So I have one last one to talk about. And this is more of a cautionary tale for everyone. If I can uh -oh. do your research before you buy anything. Uh oh. So there's a <laughs> Xbox uh, Ultimate Sale going on right now. So games are up to 90% off. And I usually pick up like really cheap titles, you know, things that are like under $5 that look interesting <laughs> just to kind of, you know, pad my gaming and stuff like that. So I saw this game called Storm Boy that looked like a really cool kind of what they call walking simulator, you know, one oh, that's shit. more like dialogue death, and super death stranding. And stuff. Yeah, I guess to death stranding <laughs> uh, to some extent. Um, uh, walking Dead, you know, Telltale games are all walking simulators kind of. So I'm like, okay, cool. This looks pretty good. It looks like about a boy who, uh, you know, talks to animals and stuff on the beach and the graphically, I like the animation. So I picked it up. <laughs> so I, I put it in <laughs> and before starting to play, I'm like, I'm just going to look up, you know, the game once I already bought it, I should have done it before. And it oh, says yeah, it's yeah, a game yeah. basically for three-year-olds. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Where you, you walk on a beach and then you have to like draw a picture in the sand, and it's basically like a kids' book that's being told through you walking through the beach. I how cute! I perfected the game in twenty minutes. Was it? Yeah. Was oh it easy? Three, was it easy? Thousand? <laughs> I got. I got. Yeah, I got a thousand gamer score in twenty minutes. Oh, With, oh my uh, god! Such thr thrilling activities as drawing in the sand, Hugo, um, flying a bird back and forth. And uh, just uh, feeding three uh, three seagulls with fish. Just, oh my god! What was that called? Battle Boy? That uh, Storm Boy. Storm Boy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You didn't watch like the video online, like in the I, store for it? No, I I really should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Moments like this, I'm glad I'm like picky. It's a dollar twenty nine, so I'm like, you know, worst yeah. case it'll be uh, a throwaway. But game for the I, I did get uh, Duke Nukem 3D Ultimate. 
which uh, I'm very excited about. And I started playing, and I fuck, I love that game. It really brought me back to the early '90s when that game was out. Nostalgia. And, yeah, it was. It's it's such a fun. You guys ever played Duke Nukem 3D? Oh yeah, you just play that shit I, all the time. I yeah, never it's just played so that. So funny, shit. like you go to a strip club and uh, yeah, there's, oh yeah, shake your ass. In, in the first level, you go to an arcade, and there's a Duke Nukem like uh, pinball machine. And if you go to play it, he says, I don't think it's the right time to play with myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just so funny. I fucking love it. It's Yeah, so it's like three bucks. So definitely worth the I buy. I saw that yesterday when I was browsing. I should, I'll probably buy it tonight. Yeah, you Wasn't got it horribly August received? 4th. No, wait, not the time. No, the, the uh, remake was. the um, Oh, okay. The follow-up was. But this is the like the one that the original. liked. Yeah. Gotcha. Remastered. Uh, please don't do that to dead space don't ruin it please don't so cool man all right well i double checking right now before we jump into it but we did get some listener questions just making sure we didn't get anything else okay todd what did you pick up just out of curiosity oh um i got dying light for like 11 bucks the first one yeah never played uh first one so i didn't want to buy the second one yet and i i randomly i saw like a youtube thing where some guy was like um one of those reviews like is dying light worth it in 2021 and i ended up watching it. I'm like oh this looks kind of cool so picked it up but haven't played it. i actually played a flight simulator a little bit today oh, I, I i tried to but the servers were down uh, at uh, noon so how is it there's canada fucking you over again everywhere though i checked um graphically it's crazy it's like it's legit crazy. crazy it looks great um the real time like satellite satellite footage or whatever they call it is really it's just fucking cool like i took off from my airport uh, next to my house and i flew over work i'm like holy shit this is fucking awesome did you fly over my house yet no i only played for like 20 minutes oh, okay um and i'm pretty sure that's like you have to travel in real time right so that's gonna be like a five-hour flight I uh, heard that there's this Easter egg in that game where if you fly in certain parts of Canada, you'll see Steve in his Mountie uniform. That's correct. <laughs> Floating in a pool. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I try to go. I'm gonna. That's the first thing I'm gonna do is fly over my house just to see uh, if it's like when I own it or. Well, I guess it's up to date satellite image, so it might be like, me right now. So very interesting game. I can't wait to just fly to cities. And stuff. Oh fuck! Let me know so I can be like mid cutting the grass, and you can see me on the lawn or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll I'll go up on the roof and I'll just strip naked. So hopefully when you pass by, you'll see my ass from the airplane. <laughs> oh, or not. Woo! <laughs> All, All right. right listener questions. Listeners' questions. Our first set of questions come from the homie Odd Job versus Double O Seven. Uh, these are this first one's in regards to uh the game we're reviewing tonight i need odd job to get his beast wars shit out of his attic oh yeah come on dude you don't even need a ladder you just got to fucking stand up and reach into the fucking attic and grab your stuff out man come on uh he says i enjoyed this one but i played it before the upgrade uh plague tale did any of you three play both versions of the game yes Yes. for me yes Yes. me too because it went live like a week after we start playing i think that's right and yeah I think, I think we all got like four or five chapters in before yeah i'll elaborate more when we when we review the game but yes we definitely all three tackled the not so good graphically version in my opinion to the souped up holy shit version um his second question is is it worth replaying the upgrade 
he's played this already and beat it. I'd say no. Yeah, I, I think you, you, you get your fill of the story the first time. Uh, it's beautiful to look at, but there's a ton of great looking games out there. So this one's not. Wait till the next one. Honestly, that's that's what I yeah. would say. Unless you didn't like 100% it, if you're achievement hunting on it, um, then maybe play it because it looks really good after the upgrade. But if you're not looking to do that stuff, nah, erase that shit like I did. I'm starting to feel really wrong erasing games from my fucking system. Thanks to you guys. Welcome to the so, dark side. Uh, and then he, his final question is, are you guys going to pick up the sequel? If, uh, I'm going to give Game it a Pass. chance. Game Pass, I would. Yeah, on Game Pass. It, it, it's going to be day one on Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I, it's not a day one for me, um, but yeah, I'll play it. I'm you curious can. to see where the story is going to go and uh, if we're going to get an older version of Hugo because younger version, fuck, it still haunts me at night. You, you didn't look at the trailer? Uh, no, I thought it was just a teaser, so I didn't really invest but time that, into that, it. That's, so. that's what I did as soon as I finished the game because I knew they played at E3. And uh, yeah, it takes place pretty much right after, so... <laughs> like directly after the first one not not directly maybe it looks like to be a maybe a year or something uh, after like a few months to a year because hugo's a little bit older but not like he's not like a teen or adult or anything like that oh i don't know if that's a good thing but we'll talk about it (laughs) all right and the next and final group of questions come from chuck mr captain amazing 85 first question is when you guys game when you game do you just game or do you listen to music or watch a movie also? I am not gifted to be, you know, multitasking when it comes to games. If it's something I really want, like pay attention to, I got to be focused on that. If it's a game that I've played like baseball, um, I'll throw some music on in the background, uh, but never a movie. Cause fuck, no way. I, I wouldn't get anything accomplished. Yeah. I'm hundred percent. Just the game. Uh, no music, nothing. Yeah. I, I so me too. I'm pretty much always the game. But when I was like building in Minecraft and stuff, sometimes I put it like a movie on on the side or maybe more like YouTube videos, like something yeah. that doesn't really need my attention too much. Uh, just because building sometimes was like tedious if you're digging or stuff like that. So in that, in cases like that, then I'll have something else. But in the majority of the time, there's no time to fucking watch something or listen to something. I'm paying attention to what I'm doing. I'm curious with Chuck, man. Chuck, you got to you got to reach out on the discord and let us know like, I mean, what are you fucking gaming, watching a movie, and listening to music? Like, what's what's the secret, man? It's like a mad scientist. <laughs> I know, fuck. <laughs> and on a date at the same time? <laughs> Let us know, Chuck. I'm curious. Um, his second question is, anyone on the show watch anime? If not, try Sword Art Online. It's based on the ultimate VR experience. Do you guys watch anime? Not at all. Ever? <laughs> Uh, like like i've seen like spirited away which is great i saw i watched a little bit of cowboy bebop but it's just it doesn't capture me really at all so no um for me it's completely different from you guys um the most recent stuff i mean if you could argue if it's anime um i did watch the castlevania series on netflix i did watch uh, blood of zeus on netflix which is both of them really good but my biggest go-to anime when I was younger, I was a fucking Dragon Ball Z nerd like no other. I mean, back in the 90s when printer ink used to cost like $500 for one cartridge, I would burn every family member's cartridge of ink just to print what I call my Dragon Ball Z uh, Bible that I created, 
which has like every a synopsis of every series and power levels and bullshit. I love Dragon Ball Z. To this day, I still have uh, have the Blu-rays that I bought and I know that they continued on with the show and Dragon Ball Super. So I'll watch it occasionally, but not not die hard. It's not part of like my everyday repertoire of things to watch. So Dragon Ball Z, man, I love the whole Kakarot, your power level. I love it. I've seen a couple like fights and i always thought like when this guy's flexing run up and kick him in the nuts or something don't let him get it's all not powerful. that easy man the it's weakest dude <laughs> no you'll see if you watch if you ever watch the series i mean it's fucking long but even the weakest dude you walk you find out he's really like the strongest dude and you go to they go to punch him they're like oh, 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 oh he, his power is unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> that's Everyone, the, that's everyone's ev- like the most powerful villain week to week. Exactly. <laughs> every if if you watch Dragon Ball Z, every fucking episode is them being shocked. Oh my Kakarot, your power levels super saiyan. So he's fucking insane. Uh but yeah, Chuck, I love Dragon Ball Z, man. I will talk Dragon Ball Z any day. I will do my best to make fun of Dragon Ball Z every day as well. Um, and Chuck's last question is what genre of games do we need more of? I was thinking personally, I kind of want like that. Um, I think Steve, you brought it up last episode, or you brought it up on Horror Squad. Um, what is it? The uh, LA, not LA Noir, that uh, choice-based horror game. Oh yeah, until dawn. The, until dawn. Yes, I think games like that are pretty cool. Like that in uh, Detroit Become Human, LA Noir. Like I want like a mystery solving. So. Apparently, game there's like one on Game Pass called Tales of the Dawn or something, something along those lines. I don't remember exactly the title. Uh, that I was actually considering because it's my choice for the game tonight, yes, sir. Uh, but I'm not going to pick that because I have something else I want. But, um, yeah, that's something that I hear is kind of like Until Dawn, so maybe worth checking it, out there. What do you think it's called? Uh, Tales of Madon or something, M E D. Tell, uh, yeah, 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 it's on Game Pass. I downloaded like twice and never played it. Yeah, it's, I, I even played it myself, so I can't confirm that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. It's, anyway, so something like that, and that's apparently creators, I think, right? Something, yeah. Yeah. It has like big names in it too, doesn't it? Like actors where they do like their actual, like, maybe, yeah. I'll I'll look it up and uh, get back to you, but yeah, that's, it's bugging me now. Yeah, it is. It's bugging me too. I'm like, what is it? Because it's got the kid from uh, Meet the Where the Millers, I think. Oh, does it? That guy's great. I, it's called <laughs> yeah, Man of yeah. Man of Meeting or Man uh, of. Yeah, the Dark um, Pictures Anthology. There you go. Yeah. Will so Poulter. So it says here, uh, standalone branching cinematic horror game. Yeah, maybe that okay. would be a good. Let's play together one. Yeah, if it's multiplayer. And it's the same thing. All all playable characters can live or die. The choices you make will decide their fate. The Dark Pictures Anthology Little Hope is what I got. Man is what it's called. I don't know. I mean, it is the game, though, because it does mention the the uh, Man of Medan. Yeah. So, but, yeah. yeah. so that's one, apparently, that uh, we should probably check out at some point. Yeah, they those kind of games, I mean, for me personally, I think I would like genres of games like that. I know with um, Detroit Become Human, um, the reason why I really want to play that game is because Lance Henriksen's in it, and he creates androids, and he himself was fucking Android Bishop. Um, Still so, need to read that book. 
I know, dude. I still have it. I've or read like, like one chapter. Sell it to me. I'll fucking buy it. He signed it and everything too. I know. I should have bought one. Oh, you should have. I fucking told you, and you didn't listen yeah. to me. Oh well. He's on the uh, pretty good for a human. Yeah, dude. And the signed figures that you got me uh, from him also pretty cool. Yeah, I think I got the blue ink on those. Fucking blue ink pops. Damn. Maybe I'll give you one. No, I'll give me one. I want that fucking book. I'll All buy right, it off we'll you. See. But what what genre type of games do you guys uh what kind of genres do you think we need more of? Genres, genres, huh? I don't know. Nothing. There's so much shit out there right now. Yeah, there's so it's pretty much. diverse, that's right? That's the thing, right? Yeah. It's like we, we pretty much get everything now. It's not like it used to be. So I think I just don't think there's I don't think there's really like um like detective type games, you know, where it's just solving crimes like LA Noir. Uh, I used to play uh, the CSI games on 360. Oh, shit. <laughs> was, was that before or after Lost? But that, that was uh it was probably around the same time, actually. Wait, Vegas, Miami, or New York? Uh, I think they were all Vegas, the ones I had. Yeah, they were. I just like those fucking theme songs. Wah! Who are you? It's coming oh, back, like- eh? Condemned. He said, "Hey, I heard of, hey, he's coming back." Coming hey. back eh? <laughs> he fucking went full Canadian again. Yes, uh, I never denied uh, saying a. Hey, hey, we say a. Hey. That's, that's definitely yeah. Uh, no, it was your own. It was your own element right now. It was. It's coming back. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll we'll give those games a try. Hopefully. Yeah, they need maybe to do a, a new condemned. They need to fucking remake that. Yeah, oh, well, that would be great. I'm surprised they haven't by now. It's a, uh, it's a cool one. Well, now we got the social media platform where if you talk about it enough, um, it'll come back. So just keep spamming them. Condemn, condemn, condemn. Somebody will pick it up. So, anywho, boys, it's that time of the night for some motherfucking trivia. Ooh, okay. Read me right. them scores. Steve commanding first place, forty-five points. Mondo catching up. 31 myself trailing by 20 points at 25 terrible <laughs> garbage but this is only uh, game number 15 there's plenty of games to go so we'll see what happens i love that we've expanded to include more than just gaming because now like my questions are they span a great horizon so i'm gonna go first all right all right i hope you guys got some decent star wars knowledge Ooh, decent Decent. All right. Listen carefully. IG88. <laughs> no. So now you can't answer. All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, based on Star Wars Extended Universe and or Legends, as it's referred to, based on that material, this character was initially alluded to being the brother of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, oh, I was oh. going to answer incorrectly. Um, I'm still going to answer incorrectly, but based on the expanded universe, this individual, this character was alluded as being the brother to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Christ, I have no idea. I haven't really read the expanded stuff. You do know. Han Solo? Negative. (laughs) Is uh, someone popular? Anakin? Annie! (laughs) Annie! You are my brother, Anakin! No, that is not it. Can, Can you give us a hint? If it's Yoda, Yoda, that's pretty funny. That would be amazing. (laughs) All right. I'm going to give you this hint. I'm going to give... No, it's not Qui-Gon. I'm going to give you this hint, but be ready. Have the finger on the trigger. You have seen two versions of this character in the movies. Two versions? Like a variant? You have seen two versions of this character 
in the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. Is it Uncle Owen? And Steve with the point. Is it? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. But I was going to the Toshi station to pick up some power converters. (laughs) In uh, the novelization of Return of the Jedi, uh, it is alluded to that his brother was Owen Lars. Huh. I did not know that at all, though. And I did, because I'm a fucking Star Wars nerd. (laughs) Well, take it away there, Steve. All right. So I have two video game, one movie tonight. Yeah. Starting with the video game. Which band made the most money from royalties because of a guitar hero? Because <laughs> um, a guitar hero? That's yeah. you cut out on my end. Yeah, because of guitar hero. So which okay, band made yeah. the most money from guitar hero Journey. for licensing uh, their uh, their music? Journey's my guess. Uh, stop. The guys who did through the fire through the flames. No. <laughs> yeah, I'll give know. you guys. A, I'll give you guys a hint. Uh, they I'm, they got their own version of a guitar hero. Uh, Aerosmith. Okay, I said it first. Well, you didn't say it first, motherfucker. I said it first. Okay, I fucking said Aerosmith. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> you, you, you both get the point. Okay. Yeah, like balanced us. Stop fighting, children. You both get the point. Yeah, I said Aerosmith. <laughs> I, I heard it at the same time, so I was picturing Steve testing this game relentlessly. I did. <laughs> I, I tested ACDC. Ugh, that's terrible. Oh, sound man. I think my connection sucks, dude. You guys keep cutting in and out. Oh, really? Anyways. Yeah, because no, there's probably, uh man. there was ACDC, Green Day, Pearl Jam, The Beatles, and uh Aerosmith, but they weren't all guitarists. Some of them were rock band. <laughs> I think actually yeah. maybe uh Pearl Jam and Aerosmith were the only ones from Guitar Hero. I mean huh. I just remember like the wings or something. Yeah, I have the, I have yeah. the guitar, the Aerosmith <laughs> guitar from Guitar Hero in my coffin. Who's the, who's the dude that you play against from the band? Slash or some shit like that? Oh, that, yeah, that, that's from Guitar Hero 3, though. Okay. You play Slash. He's the uh, second to last boss. The last boss, the devil. With the no, devil, with devil down Georgia. Down to Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tidy Boy. All right. Movie, famous movie line. You got to finish this, this famous movie line for me. In the jungle, you must wait. Before you roll a one or eight, or some shit like that. Oh yeah, that's where the dice to roll one or eight. That's incorrect. No, it's, close. It's, it's something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, I think okay. it's just the numbers oh, you got wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Take I, know, I know what it is. Want to do it. I, I don't remember. Sorry. <laughs> In no, the it's... jungle, you must wait till the dice rolls five or eight. Correct. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Nice. Jumanji, baby. Yeah. yeah. I, Jumanji's great. That movie Hell was yeah. so good. Williams. Yeah. I miss you, Robin Williams. Oh, man. I have a hard time watching his movies now. It's just, I don't it's know why. sad. Yeah. But but give me the Miss Doubtfire R-rated version. Oh, it's a fucking right, eh? <laughs> hey! Uh, <laughs> fucking right, eh? Right. <laughs> you fucking right, eh? All right. You ready for question number two? Yes. Yes. This is based on a comic. Yes. Which you get. Which it's easy. It's not the exact comic, but be ready because this one's going to go pretty fucking fast. The character model of Huey Campbell in the boys comic series based on what real life actor? Uh, What? (laughs) Really? Oh my God. I can't give you a hint on this one. Never read the comic. Have you you seen the comic? Okay. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. No. Tom Cruise? (laughs) No, okay. Um, Huey Cam- Huey Campbell is not uh 
is not a butcher. Okay. No, he's he's yeah, uh yeah. he's the like kid guy, right? Yeah. Yes. In the comic, they in the comic he was his character models after a uh, real world actor. I'll give you a hint. Uh, I'll give you two hints. <laughs> Start with he one. He makes he makes movies with his best friend. And it's not Matt Damon or fucking Ben Affleck. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's probably not um, fucking Kevin Smith either. <laughs> no. He's made Sam. movies with his best friend. Sam Raimi? And, no. And uh-huh. here's the last hint that's going to get you guys going. Uh, the One of their director, their co-director friends was fired from Ant-Man. Oh, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg it is. Oh, uh, nice. Very good. <laughs> Simon Pegg, if you look at the comic book series of the boys, it's Simon Pegg. And he really? was coincidentally cast in the show itself as Huey's father. Yeah, so, I need to get those uh, trade paperbacks for that. I've been meaning to get that. I got, I got all six of them, dude. Oh, nice. They're really good and fucking gory and violent. Yeah, doesn't Huey get raped by somebody? Oh, I guess spoiler. <laughs> Dick, dicks and everything on that book. Yeah, apparently, so, yeah, season three is going to be uh, intense. Soldier boy, yeah, soldier boy. Damn, Steve's on the board twice. Come on, let's knock him down. All right, next question. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog was originally going to be what other type of animal? Uh, a Wolverine, <laughs> um, armadillo. No, it's a good guess, though. Motherfucking honey badger. Nope. Turtle. Uh, no. A turtle. Turtle. Conan. Conan. <laughs> I don't know. Sonic the Anteater. No. I'm trying to think of a hint, but I can't think of one. Animal a... World hint. Okay. Okay. Let, let, let's see if you're keeping up with the news. I, I think Mondo is probably going to get a better. Uh... Oh, shit. The first picture of uh, the new Ant Man featured this animal. Yeah, I didn't see it. Okay. A, a wasp. A it. Was it a fucking? I did see the fucking picture that they just put. Um, was it like a teddy bear? A bear? Uh, no, you got that. It's it's a it's like a teddy of a. It's not a bear though. It's a, it's a rabbit. That's right. Rabbit. It's a rabbit. A rabbit. He's, he's Sonic the rabbit. rabbit. Yeah. I don't like that. Sonic no. the fucking rabbit bear. Yeah. Huh. Very random picture for the first Ant Man of the Wasp though. Fucking Teddy Rabbit Bear. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, we kind of talked about this already tonight, so this might go fast. This game makes you rely on facial clues to solve crimes. L.A. Noir. Yeah. Correct. Four points. Oh, oh, my God. Fuck. Oh, my All right. Man. <laughs> I hope you guys were paying attention to uh, Plague Tale Innocence. Mm, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Because this one requires uh, some names. Oh, All right. Name the characters that team up with Amicia and Hugo in Plague Tale Innocence. Fucking hell. Uh, uh, fucking shit. What's... I'll give whoever whoever names the most. There's, uh, there's Nicholas. No. There's Melly, Nicholas. Amicia. I, I don't remember the other. <laughs> And Hugo. <laughs> well, Steve has got one, not including Hugo and Amicia. This is the people they partnered with, and Steve has got one correct. And then, no, Nicholas was the bad guy, right? Nicholas was the bad guy. No, there's M- Melly for sure. She's the like spy one. Correct. Oh, fucking shit. What was Roderick one of them? Is, there's is, two. Uh, 
I don't remember the other ones though. I don't remember just, the boy's did you name. Say, did you say Nick? Was that one? Nicholas is the bad guy. It's the bad. That's the bad guy. Who's the the, you okay. can, the, the knight? The priest please. is the bad guy. Oh, no, the, the knight. The, okay. the knight. Yeah. No, the the priest yeah. is Vitalis. That I remember. Vitalis. I, I don't Steve remember the got other Steve. one. Steve's got it. Yeah. All right, Steve, you get the shit. point. The the correct answers were Roderick, Melly, Arthur, and Lucas. Uh, Lucas. Which one gets shot by arrows a bunch? Roderick. That's, Ro- that's Roderick. Roderick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fucking sad. Yeah, I hated that fucking part in the game because it was hard. <laughs> oh yes, we'll talk about that. <laughs> All right. All right. So my next question is a leftover from last week. Uh oh. In which movie did Arnold Schwarzenegger make a cameo to pass the action star baton to Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Um, that was um. I think. Um, the action baton. Um, to... Yeah, it was like a passing of the torch kind of. He did a cameo just to kind of pass the torch to Dwayne Johnson before he became governor. What the fuck? Um, was it was it a walking tall? No. No. Uh, fuck, I can't think of the damn title. It's fucking ridiculous. It wasn't Expendables. I was saying Expendables was... 3, but maybe that's not right then. No, no because has... it's, a, it's, a, it's a rock movie, not a... Yeah, that's what Schwarzenegger makes a cameo. It's it's the Toastberry. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be amazing, but no. (laughs) See, process of elimination here. I don't fucking know. Early uh, rock. There's all you said. What are the early rock movies when he wasn't really? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I know. Okay, you guys want to hint? No. I'll let Todd guess first. I just Scorpion King. I don't know. You guys want a a hint? I want a hint. You'll have to be quick, though, because this will probably, like, you'll know what it is. Oh, shit. It co-stars Stifler. Fuck. Please tell me you know who Stifler is. Yeah, I know Stifler is. Sean, yeah. yeah. Sean um, it's not Race to Witch Mountain. No, no. No, no. Fuck. Which one has Stifler in it? You guys uh, I cannot yeah. picture a movie with fucking Rock and Stifler. You guys Where's give my up? car? No. You guys give <laughs> up? I give up. Goon. Todd? Yeah, I give up. It's The Rundown. The Rundown. I don't even remember that movie. I know of it, but I don't even remember I confuse it. that with Walking Tall, I guess. Yeah, yeah Walking Tall is Walking Tall is the one where he's got the fucking two by four and then he beats people yeah. down. Yeah, he throws it through a window. Rundown's like he's through a, he's like in a jungle and stuff. And he becomes a sheriff. Oh, the rundown. Yeah. Damn it. Oh, okay. Yeah, now yeah. I can see it in my fucking head. There's a scene where The Rock walks into a bar and Schwarzenegger just like walks by him and says, good luck. <laughs> That's yes, you're right. I can see it now. Yeah. Now that you fuck it, because I remember they had like a weird kung fu fighting scene in that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I remember. Fuck, I can't believe I missed that one. All right, Todd, All you right, got the last question Todd. of the night, right? All right, sci-fi movie related. This Tom Cruise film features a dying Earth being stripped of its resources. Oh, it's day no. after tomorrow, or no. Uh, no, that's not it. Incorrect. It's not War of the Worlds. No. Uh, no, I know exactly. Oh, fuck, I just I watched that not like shit. Uh, is it that one where he dies repeatedly? That's no. the one you kind of just guessed, but yeah, 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 I know it's it's like what, what you had. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, I, I wait. I can picture it. It's in got my Morgan Freeman in it. It does. Oh, is it Oblivion? Morgan Freeman. Oblivion is correct. Oh, fuck. Oh. I never watched that movie. That's actually not the one I was thinking. of. <laughs> Eyes wide shut. Tom Cruise is like he makes really good sci-fi movies. 
Yeah, Tom Cruise uh, is great, man. Edge of Tomorrow, yeah, that's great. Edge of Tomorrow, that's the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. That was, no, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is the best in Tropic Thunder. Oh, Lex Grossman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, fuck. Now you know what the, the movie I was thinking of. What the one was the one with Will Smith with his son. That's the oh, one I had in my mind. After Earth. Oh, yeah, after gosh, that, that, that's what I was bad. trying to find in my head, but that wasn't Tom Cruise at all. That's the actually, one of the worst big budget movies ever. Isn't Oblivion where he's like multiple copies of himself or something like that? It, no, it's the one of. where he's like on a desolate world, right? Is that the that, one? It's kind of, um, it's not what it seems. Like he thinks he's doing something that he's yeah. not really doing. Yeah, With yeah, the, yeah. If people want to watch, I don't want to spoil it, but oh. yeah, it's got a big twist in it. It's good. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Woo, terrible showing for me. I got one point. Mondo and Steve with four each. Steve is at 49. Mondo at 35. It would have been a good opportunity for the close the gap for the wild card there, Mondo, but he got, he, he equaled Fucked your up a little. score there. So. I made a comeback. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm getting there. Now that we have a bigger range of questions to play with, I, I think it'll be a little bit easier. So yeah. He gave you guys an Arnold question. You guys missed. I, I'm yeah, still I mad I missed that fucking question, dude. Good luck. <laughs> uh, hey, Jungle Cruise comes out, what, this Friday? Yeah, I'm hearing good things wrong? about it, surprisingly. Good reviews on it, yeah. yeah I'm hearing it's like oh, Jumanji it type of, yeah, like, fun. Good. Yeah. Emily Blunt is an... one of the hottest chicks ever, so. Oh, my oh, gosh, so amazing. Yeah. Krasinski's super lucky. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely uh, upgraded from Pam. Oh, damn. All right, you guys ready to cover this French game that Steve enjoyed so much hearing the uh, translations and stuff. Let me, let me answer that. Let me answer that. We. We we. Actually, let, let's let's get on that really quickly. D- did they <laughs> at some point just give up on the French? And because I, I feel like they tried at the accent for the first like chapter or two, and by chapter three they just like fuck it. Almost like fucking yeah. uh, sixteen sixty six there, where they're just like, you know what? <laughs> fuck this accent. <laughs> People forget about it. It's funny you bring that up because I was reading some of the Wikipedia and it's talking about the child actors who portrayed the the main characters and how the child actors had a hand in writing some of the dialogue. And I was just thinking, fucking Steve already alluded to the accents being fucking terrible. So knowing the kids were involved makes even more sense. Yeah, th- that wasn't French. I don't know what that was, but it wasn't French. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. So quick synopsis. A Plague Tale Innocence action-adventure-stealth survival horror. It was developed by a Sobo studio, released on May 14, 2019 on the PS4, Xbox One, and Windows. It did re-release on July 6, 2021 on the Switch, PS5, and Xbox Series X. It is a single-player game, and the synopsis is as follows. Follow the grim tale of young Amicia and her little brother Hugo in a heart-trending uh, heart journey through the darkest hours of history. Hunted by Inquisition soldiers and surrounded by unstoppable swarms of rats, Amicia and Hugo will come to know and trust each other. As they struggle to survive against overwhelming odds, they will fight to find the purpose in this brutal, unforgiving world. So this was my second pick. So I'll, I'll kind of lead it off a little. I won't get into too much. We'll just give like general fillers first. Um, to go back to Odd Job versus Double Seven's question, I did play this game before the upgrade. I think even in the last show, I I loosely mentioned this, but I had a hard time 
early on playing this game before the upgrade. I felt like the the graphics were really not where they should have been, even if it was for the last iteration of consoles, which were still running 4K and whatnot at the time. But I had a hard time. I mean, I just wasn't feeling it. I was bored. I was regretting my decision at first. But after they gave it the good old facelift, um, the game became like brand new experience for me. I, I really, that that upgrade was super essential for me uh, moving forward because I was having such a hard time focusing um, at the time. Um, I thought that I would hate the stealth given my recent success with Resident Evil 7, um, but luckily I didn't find it overly challenging. I thought that it was like that perfect blend, like or it wasn't too hard. You weren't sitting there throwing your controller, trying to find out uh, what to do next. I felt like it was pretty linear um, and uh, pretty easy to follow. But I will say this, Hugo, and echo me if I'm right, Hugo was annoying as fuck in this game. What do you guys think? Yeah. I'm hungry, Amicia. <laughs> you know what, though? To be fair, I thought he would be more annoying than he ended up being because they, at the beginning of the game, they tell you, okay, so if you leave Hugo, like, on his own, he's going to start crying and having a fit. Yeah. And, you know, but I don't ever recall using that ever in the game. Never! Yes! So... I, I thought that was going to be a really annoying thing that would happen throughout the game where you'd constantly have to leave him and he'd be like freaking out. Yeah, you but never did have to leave him, huh? No, never. Like, I mean, but it was, a, it was an option, though. We just never really utilized but it. There was no never point had for to. it. Like, yeah. You never I really mean, to open to. a window or something, but that was about it. Right. So Please, Hugo, get the stick to light the fire. Okay, Amicia. So he wasn't as annoying that I thought he would be, but he was. But still very early on, very early on, especially when you know, I really enjoyed that first part where, um, after you leave the house and you get into the town, and there's that chase by the villagers, and that was cool. I thought it was really fun. It, it reminded me a lot of what I missed in other games because I felt like this being an indie game, this is like honestly my true first experience of playing an indie game. So I thought it had a lot of big scale stuff that I miss in, you know, bigger titles like AAA titles. But when you get to that old lady's house, which she lets you in, I'm hungry. I'm going to get this pot and pan and start hitting it. Amicia, where's mommy? I was like, dude, I cannot do this for 15 more chapters. Something better happen to this kid. Right. <laughs> luckily, luckily it did. <laughs> um, but what did you guys think, you know, just to kind of kind of wrap up the 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 upgrade versus the non-upgrade like did that change your focus on the game were you having difficulties like i was early on just trying to focus with it because the graphics are crappy or was it just me um no i, I maybe because i've been playing a lot of 360 games on the series x so i'm kind of used to it but it didn't bother me at all it looked definitely looked better but nothing that would have stopped me from beating it yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I, it looked a little like hazy, like almost like yeah. there was like a cloud or like mist or something in the way of the graphics, but it didn't bother me. And, that, and honestly, I think that the reason you think it was a much better game after, I mean, it, yes, it did look better, but I think because I remember where I think we were all at pretty much the same chapter when the switch happened. And yeah. I think the game picks up after that chapter. It so does. I think regardless, you would have liked it more after because that's when the rats come in and that's where it gets like more interesting to me anyway it really did start off slow though 
right? It did. Yeah, it's it's like explaining to you a lot of how the world works and how the mechanics work and stuff like that. I felt so. I felt like it was like a pilot episode of like Game of Thrones or something where it starts off really slow, but once you start getting into it, it really picks up. Right, exactly. So I, I think uh, it it was less to do with the graphics and more just the pacing of the game as to where you were at the time. Did you guys hit all the apples in the beginning? Yes, I did. Yeah. No, no, no. I know I didn't. I you, missed one. You had, you had to finish target practice like like in, in a certain time, later. right? Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't, and I guess there's an achievement tied to it, which is another one of my things. I don't know. Do you guys check achievements before you play games or after? No, the achievement is when you get to like the courtyard, you can shoot some more shit, and then it, and then it pops. You don't have to beat all of them at once. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do. Retrospect, I never look at achievements prior to a game. I always wait till afterwards. And after finishing this game, I was kind of frustrated because it's like, man, this this is like an easy, like 100% achieved game. And I miss such stupid shit. And it kind of made me want to go back to do them. But I was like, nah, I'm good. I got I got what I needed out of this game. Um, what did you guys think about the sling itself and the other tools that you can use? Did you guys find that it was relatively easy to use, to lock onto and all that stuff? What are, what are your thoughts on achievements, though, Steve? Do you, do you look them up? Uh, no, I, I don't usually look them blind. up for, uh, especially a game like this where it's, like, story-based. Uh, I kind of go in blind, finish it, and then if I want to, go back to the achievements. Or sometimes I'll start checking, like, midway through the game when I know the mechanics and everything, uh, just because they start making more sense. But uh, for this one, I didn't bother. I just, I just wanted to kind of go through it uh, naturally. All right, and the I sling. Do like, got... I, the sling was hit or miss sometimes. Like sometimes it was perfect, or maybe it was just me. Um, but sometimes it was perfect. Sometimes I'm like I couldn't lock on the shit, or yeah. it, would, like, it would break it, or they would like run up an incline and you like that fucking carriage. You lose scene. it. That carriage scene was it was so hardest, fucking infuriating. Yeah, it's part of my I, frustrations. I, I wrote that too. I, I wrote what 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 parts you struggle with the most is pushing that stupid cart. In the last <laughs> chapter, I agree because you had to kill like what eight guys, and it's yeah, just like, it wasn't great. Did you guys upgrade your sling like full status, or did you kind of mix everything to make it even? Like, how did you go about the upgrade system? I went sling first. I uh, fully upgraded my sling, and then I started working on my utility belt, so I didn't have to use the tools anymore, and I could, especially that I could do it at any time. I forget which upgrade that was, but. The fact that you could just go like press select and then be able to automatically like upgrade shit because then you're not wasting resources where you're just waiting for a table. Yeah, Uh, those are the things I worked on first. But yeah, the sling was important because I had a feeling it was going to be one of those games that if your sling wasn't fully upgraded by the end, you might not be able to beat the last boss. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Yeah. didn't didn't really turn out to be the case, but you know, there's always that risk. And see, I upgraded the sling completely and then the pouch so I could carry more materials and everything else was pretty, I was off by one on every other thing. I think there was like five other categories that I just needed one upgrade for each. Uh, but I echo what you say, Todd, because I I found myself the most frustrating moments and I'll get, I have a section that I dedicated to frustrations of this game. Uh, but it was, you know, you get that lock on and you feel pretty good because I mean, these enemies are one hit, one KO, right? Um, and you get that lock on, you're like, I'm going to get you. And they do one slight fucking turn the wrong way, takes off your lock and you're fucking, you're dead. Um, so there, there were some super frustrating parts for me. Um, but what did you guys think about like the actual, like, um, I guess they called them, what was the word? Like the Assholes. materials, 
yeah, like the 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 skills and shit, like the ignifer, the somnum, the devorantis. It, it, Come on, it, it got it got kind of comical at some points. Where it was like, "Fuck, how are we gonna get through this?" Oh, I have this special thing that I've never told <laughs> you. The, you motherfucker, yeah. I could have used this. Uh, uh, Steve, give me the French pronunciation of all of these things. Ignifer. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <Sonum>. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the, I thought the thing, it was cool. It was cool, but I was afraid it was going to be too much where I didn't know what to use anymore or what to like spend my resources on. But it ended up being pretty clear, like which ones you had to use and which level. Uh, yeah, it was cool. It, just, it it kept the game fresh, you know, using because then they'd have puzzles based off the new thing that you learned. And it was that's what kept kind of the game because it Going. is like the same thing over and over. If you think about it, it's just rats and people. So using yes. those powers to kind of, you know, like to extinguish the flames so that the rats kill the people and stuff like that. I, I thought that was really cool. So I, I like those things. I agree though. How you how you went about getting these skills, it was pretty fucking cheesy. Like, oh no, we need to put out the light. Okay, here is a spell I found in this book all of a sudden. You must mix all these shit. Good luck. I was like, oh man, yeah. cheesy as fuck. But some of the stuff was cool. Like when you could extinguish lights and the fucking rats would eat people and then clear your path. Like I thought the, yeah, the puzzle then, was pretty clever. But then you had to sacrifice a pig at one point. I'm like, why? <laughs> Who cares? Not the pig. I really kill the humans. <laughs> that was funny when you got to when you had to kill the pig, attract them there. Like, there he goes. <laughs> I did I liked how there was a bunch of levels that were just so fucking like evil looking you know with piles of bodies or dead cattle and stuff with flies and shit i thought that was pretty cool it, it definitely lent to the uh the overall feeling on, on some of like the desperation on these levels um but like i was saying the puzzles i felt like they were just right they weren't overly complicated they weren't super easy sometimes you were scratching your head a little bit at least i was but um i liked them, especially the scene where you're trying to get to your i guess your base of operations and you have to use the lightning because it's raining and you have to like time it perfectly for the lightning to strike so the rats will scurry away and then you continue on i thought that was really cool that was a cool scene it was and then when they cut when they combine it with having to light fucking fires on the way it really gave you like anxiety and shit like fuck can i get to my my wheel real quick and craft this shit so i can finish this puzzle um, what would you guys think about the story overall, though? I was like into it, but not super into it. You know, like it was enough to keep me interested to keep playing, but it's not like I was really, you know, interested to like I wasn't really into it. You know, it's just kind yeah. of okay. It's it's a good transition from place to place and stuff like that. So it kept me going, and I was interested throughout, but. It's, it wasn't like a huge, you know, like it's not one that I'll have in my memory for a long time. You know, some stories like really yeah. stuck with me, like Firewatch and The Walking Dead and, you know, but this one's not one of those. But it was still good enough to keep me interested through, what, 17 chapters? Yeah. Todd? Uh, pretty much mirrored what Steve said. Um, towards the end, I was kind of like, this just needs to be done. And there are uh, like three levels where it was like 10 minutes each. I'm like, why do I even bother putting this in here? real quick yeah and then some of the like um like moving fire pits around i'm like we just did this now we're doing it in reverse order like come on um we have a story wise i'm like eh it's whatever um but i i mean i beat it so yeah 
Oh, yeah. fuck. I think that was still a little jab, but okay. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't a jab, but now I remember. So, yes, I did beat it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and see, I thought it was a cool It was a cool little story. It wasn't anything explosive. It wasn't anything that was, like, memorable, like Steve said. It was uh, cool. I, I like to refer to it because this is what I call my oldest kid. It was like an emergency adult um, video game where parents die and the oldest is in charge and has got to take care of the younger kids. So um, that's what I always tell my kid. I'm like, Hey, you're the emergency adult right now while I'm busy. Um, so it was a cool coming of like little age story, her having to take the responsibility of taking care of Hugo and his fucking walking dead virus or whatever virus he had, the macula. Um, but one of the things I really did like was the character design for the, the, the knight Nicholas, that he was like a hooded fucking Templar from Assassin's Creed. I thought that design was really fucking cool. Uh, to me, Vitalis was like a French evil version of Emperor Palpatine. And I kept looking at him as such, which kind of ruined it a little for me. Um, and then the whole power of controlling the rats. I wish that I could have been immune to rats at, at like you get at the end of the game. Um, once we first meet the rats, because those motherfuckers are vicious. They kill you right away, man. Um, yeah, they look like shit, though. That was the problem they I had. Did, with, yeah. uh, it was, and then they, the rat, rat tornadoes, I was like... Oh, those are annoying as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but they but got the, really annoying. The fury or whatever you want to call them, they're just scurrying around. They, they could have done better with that for sure. I mean, but I guess they didn't have the budget because they had like what, like five thousand rats on screen at once, so you can't have them all looking super polished and nice. Just have one buff rat. Call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style. Um, yeah, I thought it was an okay game. It definitely wasn't game of the year material or as hyped as in my opinion as some people made it but some of my frustrations early on was there was the mission where you're Amicia and you're like in the enemy camp where you first meet Melly and Arthur and you have to sneak through I can't tell you how many times I went to pick up an alcohol bottle that would in turn make the same sound as like breaking glass that would alert the the nearby guards I failed the fucking mission at least seven times like dude no cannot do this uh, luckily, I was able to just not get the fucking alcohol bottle and and move forward and forget about it. But then, um, do you guys remember when you are um, Hugo and you take over him and you're sneaking through the castle, you run through some priests and stuff. There's a part where there's like a, a priest dude, he's like washing clothes or something and you've got to sneak by him. I almost fucking broke my controller on that part. That when you have to knock a bottle over. You have to like avoid a bottle, which isn't the issue. It's just if you get too close to the priest, it automatically alerts him because he's looking like strafing, looking left and right. I messed up so many times on that part. I my kids are like, Dad, are, are you okay? I'm like, fucking like, Dad, you, you fucking go. suck. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. They still they still tell me I suck at the Roblox games. But yeah, that God. the fucking murder, murder mystery. Murder mystery, oh gosh, or haunted elevator. Um, the one that you guys talked about when Roderick's pushing the, the cart. How many times did you guys fail that shit? Oh, at least ten times, I think. More, <laughs> yeah. yeah, more than that for me. Um, I just hated that you had to start over, like from the whole. Yeah. Like you have to go fucking. I'm gonna push it, and he's like, "Fuck off!" And then he has fuck to off. Yeah. I'm like. Uh, it, I, did you, it, it got so annoying that I turned the, I just turned the volume off. I didn't want to listen to it anymore. Did you fail it when you were killing the first wave of enemies or after, like, when you get to, like, the second phase? Both. Everything. I, actually, me, it was just the first wave because I, I, I just couldn't beat the first wave. 
and then I hit a, I guess a groove because the second wave, I only did it once and I was so happy when it was over, but they kept coming in the second wave. I thought it'd be three again. Cause it, you know, yeah. it was just three in the first wave. It was like five in the second. Yeah. Uh, and that, I got that, lucky. for me, the first wave was easy. Cause it was only like two dudes, but then at first I was like, okay, I think I got to kill the archers too. Cause they're going to shoot them. So I failed naturally. And then wash, rinse, repeat, forget the archers, just shoot the dudes that are rushing. Once I got to the second wave, there's like three guys that come out at once. And I swear to you, once they go down that little, um, that little like staircase in the ground. Bullshit. Yes. It, it's like the, the targeting failed. And then I tried juking because guess what? You can juke in this fucking game that I totally forgot about. And I still kept dying. It took me at least seven times. Those arrow guys had fucking like sniper rifles. Practically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to, you got to pivot your body. So it's between the fucking cart and then you got to kill these guys. And uh, it was, it was super frustrating, but, but I've got to say my biggest frustration in this fucking game was that final boss battle. Um, it, it wasn't that hard leading up to it. Like the, the rat tornadoes and stuff weren't that bad when you're, trying to light the fucking things and kill them at the same time it was fucking vitalis with his dead space like fucking uh powers at the end i didn't know that you could move around freely in that level so i was kind of horseshoeing myself in one fucking spot and i uh, died at yeah. least 20 times on that fucking i had to look it up because i was getting so pissed off yeah, that's a trick you gotta like go to the the side chambers and let him like take over that shit yeah. i forgot that the black rats were like your buddies you're immune to them so i was like i can't move they're gonna kill me no it turns out it's just the white ones that kill you i'm like oh crap and then it was such easy fucking battle after that just hit them three times yeah fucking rat tower it was dead space yeah it was straight left him himself like the bad guy himself was cool like his voice and everything but the the rat thing has got a little bit too much like i hated the rat tornadoes the rat tornadoes sucked because you could only kill them with the fucking light uh fire rock but I'm going to say the cathedral, like where the last boss is, was probably like the nicest location. Oh, yeah. I think in the whole game. It looks so fucking good when you're just going down that long kind of aisle Corridor. To, to get to him. Fucking amazing. Just beautiful. Yeah, I took some screenshots. I didn't want to post them, though, on, on the Instagram or Discord yet because I wanted to wait. But uh, definitely took a, like 21 pictures um, nice. to, to post. So, um, but what did you guys think about that battle with Nicholas? Nicolas. I thought it was pretty easy actually because they uh the checkpoints were after each hit. So you only had to hit him and then it would checkpoint. So you didn't have to like redo the whole fight over again if he caught you or if he killed you. So I thought it was actually a piece of cake. I scrambled so much on I think that was the hardest, like the most anxiety written boss because you had to put out the fire. I didn't have many materials at the time because I was upgrading everything. So it's like running with fucking Hugo. Like you said, he totally forget that you can have him stand still and shit, but then putting out the fucking fires, having to juggle your, your skill wheel, I guess you can call it just to, just to kill him. Like that one, that one was a pretty asshole clinching for me. I, yeah. I didn't have any issues either um, for what Steve said. Cause it was checkpoint after checkpoint, but he was cool though. That character is really nice looking. Yeah, yeah, I wish we would have got more of him, but we didn't. I mean, yeah, I, I, I was kind of surprised that we didn't get more of him, like more of a backstory or what he's what his deal was, or just a prick. It's just there. He's so. just a fucking asshole. But overall, I think it was an okay game. It wasn't anything super crazy good. So I forget, are we rating these things out of five or out of ten? 
Oh, out, of, out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I gave this. What, game what, like hold a on. Six. What What is a okay. GG rating? Is that out of five, or how's that work on your thing? Your uh, GG's out of five. Out of five. Yeah, that's how like everything is now. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if we're going out of a five, I give this like a two point five ish, and then so if we're going, the pack, up... yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't hate the game. I mean, this was my first real indie experience, so. I mean, I didn't hate it. I just felt like, like you guys said, it got a little repetitive, you know, with the lighting and the the fires. And then like you were saying, Todd, where you, you do the mission once and then you come back and you do the opposite. I mean, it was kind of cool that they use it in a different way, but it just wasn't the greatest, I guess. So, I mean, 2.5 for me or, or like a six out of 10, I guess. I mean, I'm not going to go back to it anytime soon. Or ever. Um... Or ever. The sequel, yes. Yeah, I'll try it out. Um, yeah, that was an instant. Well, not an instant. I was like, do I want to replace some of these harder achievements? I was like, fuck no, I don't want to get 13 <laughs> antiques or whatever it was. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm right there with you then. Six out of 10, maybe a two. Yeah, 2.25 out of five. Out of five. But it's, I didn't hate it. And it wasn't like I hated fucking control. Um, <laughs> and I didn't, it's a, I didn't hate this one, so. It had some interesting interesting things, and it didn't feel like an indie, because sometimes those can, like, oh, my God, you know? But it had some really good production value, um, cool setting. I really like the medieval battlefield that you walk through, and the rat holes and the stuff with, like, skeletons poking out. That's all creepy, and, yeah, so a solid entry. I guess I liked it a lot more than you guys. Uh, oh, shit. I, I just like horror games. I like games like this where you know sneak around and just seeing all the cool environments and stuff like that and i was actually really into it uh i finished it first because i guess i was so like like i couldn't wait to kind of see what happens next and all that stuff so i'm actually giving it an eight out of ten i i really enjoyed this one like it was a fun game and one i like i told my friends to play it after i finished it so yeah i actually really like this one you finished it first but i finished it the fastest did you (laughs) Yeah, I finished it at ten hours, and you did nice. twelve, and I think probably. Todd did at Todd did a little, I think eleven or twelve, something like that. But I got more achievements because I was looking around more, I guess. Yeah, see, I I tried not to. I told you early on, Steve. I'm like, do you are you gonna look for stuff? You're like, no, and I was like, fuck, neither am I. And then you find yourself <laughs> looking for shit, and you gotta get flowers well, for Hugo. Yeah, well, I know. I, I want to upgrade my stuff just for the game, right? So I was kind of always looking for just materials really that's what i was looking for and if i happen to find a collectible then great but yeah that's what i wanted is the materials correct me if i'm wrong but there was some shit that you had to get that there was no way to go past the rats you had to have like that fucking fire bomb that clears the area right yeah there's specific parts where you had to do like a certain uh that thing saved my ass so many times <laughs> and the and the putting the guards to sleep too that oh, shit helped me yeah because once you got to those fucking heavy bosses with the shields and you had to like hit their helmets off and that those fuckers gave me a, a run for my money every now and then. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you liked it, man. I wish I liked it more. I like the graphics. I like the bigger set pieces, which I feel are lacking in some of the games, AAA games I've played of late. Because when you're running away from the rats, sure, it's not mind-blowing, but it was still fun. It was really cool. Um but yeah, I like it. I think every anyone who comes across this game, I mean, it's free on Game Pass. You know, give it a run for the money. I, I think it's a fun little game. Ten hours to to get through it. So, yeah, do, do you think Microsoft's going to buy this company? I, I think they will. 
everyone's buying everything right now, man. Because I mean, uh, Asobo makes this and Flight Simulator. So oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, so I, I I I can't see Microsoft not making a play to buy the studio at this point. Uh, I think. I mean, I guess maybe they're waiting on PlayStation's eventual move to see if they actually need to to get anything else to be better. Because at this, they're leading the fucking pack, man. Pac Man. Yeah, sure. See what I did there? Uh, right, you guys the ready se- for? Se- oh, well, real quick, the sequel for this game is coming out in 2022. It's called A Playtale Requiem. Um, so definitely looking forward to what they're going to do with that. But like Steve is segueing to, he's gets the next game choice. I do. Now, this is not going to be a big surprise because I've been talking about this since very early on, but I'm not going to, you know, pull an audible at this one. Um, I'm going to do Angry Video Game Nerd deluxe one and two yeah so we've played five basically horror games <laughs> let's, let's change it a little <laughs> so i i, I want to get you guys a little bit out of your comfort zone um this is a it's an indie game it's very small i finished in under three hours um but i'm going to challenge you guys a little bit more not okay. only do i want you guys to finish it but i'd like you to get all the nerd tiles uh, you'll know what, oh shit what, in what every level means. in every level so nerd oh, tiles if you can get 950 can replay levels i imagine oh yeah yeah it's okay. it's like uh 950 yeah if you get 950 out of a thousand i'll be happy is that See, a, the, oh my the only achievement that i would say not to get is to get a perfection on every level that's just too much but all the other ones i got but it took me less than five hours to do all the achievements but that one so that's oh, my challenge fuck. to you guys. It's I'm really, it's really these, not that bad. I would say these tiles must not be that hard to get. No, no, no. And, and the like, if you miss one, just die, and you go back to the checkpoint, try it again. You know, it's like, and the the levels are no joke between four and eight minutes. So, oh, okay, that's not how bad. many levels are we now, talking? Thirty. Yeah, there's well, it's two games, right? And plus oh, a, yeah. a third, like kind of special level that they added just for this release, the deluxe uh so yeah it's it's that's but it's really not long and i loved it you know i already played it i'm gonna replay it again do the same thing again uh it's just it's a fun game if you, if you they have know a the angry video game they, nerd it's it's great do they have a certain amount of tiles per level yeah it's four it's nerd oh, okay <laughs> any erd oh so. shit. fuck that's like conan ish you I'm said sorry. there's 950 of them no 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 uh, nine i want you guys to get 950 out of a thousand achievement points oh, oh okay I thought Fuck, there's 950 I thought was, tiles. No, that's no, what no. I was getting to. I was like, that's a lot of fucking tiles, dude. Jeez. No, no. There's, <laughs> there's like, you know, the first game has, I think, eight chapters. Uh, the second game has a few more, but they're not that much. So it's, what, it's really not bad. What level did you, uh, well, you did all of the levels getting a perfect score, but what's the easiest one to get no deaths on, in your opinion? Oh, I. I Tutorial? Does that count? You know, <laughs> you, you, I, I don't know. Is there is there an achievement for one? Or yeah. One? I thought there was. Oh, maybe I don't know. I I, I, I downloaded a, it. Yeah, I did a few it. perfections. So, oh, this guy. But like I said, the level's <laughs> like four four fucking minutes. So, yeah. you know it so well by the end that it. I'm sure you'll get it. It's not a problem. Um, and this is this is um, we gotta buy this one, right? Yeah, yeah. you gotta buy this one. I think it's fourteen ninety nine. I bought it the like last week. I'm debating whether to get it on the Xbox Series X or the PlayStation Five. Maybe I'll get it on the PS Five. Yeah, whatever you feel more more comfortable with, because you need to really be good with that controller, because it's a platform. I'm looking. 
I'm looking forward to it. I heard you said it's got a lot of like funny like dialogue and innuendos yeah, do, and stuff. So I know Todd, you do, but I don't know about you, Mondo. Do you watch the Angry Video Game Nerd on YouTube? Negative. Oh, okay. Other than what you've sent me. Yeah, there's a lot of references to his episodes, like a lot of in jokes uh, okay. that maybe you'll you won't get. I'll, but I'll start watching it. But th- it's that, got a lot. <laughs> that that one I sent you is important to this game. So. Which one did you send him? <laughs> the beat him and eat him. Beat him and eat him. Atari porn. <laughs> let, let, let's just Bible, say that comes back to Is there any Bible games references in this? Yep. Nice. Bible games. Top Gun. Uh, Binary aircraft carrier. TMNMT. Uh, there's a bunch of references to old classic games and AVGN episodes. And... He's probably one of my f- like first online, like following someone online. He's the first YouTuber I ever watched. Yeah. And, he's, nice. and I still watch him to this day. He's like, good. He's I, got quality content. Yeah. I didn't know about his existence until you mentioned him when we started oh, this pod. Not, so. not only is he like great for video games, but he's also great for horror stuff too. So he does. Is um, he Canadian? Cinemask. No, he's from uh, Jersey or Philadelphia or something. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it. You said this game wasn't even that long either. So, like, yeah, it took me less than three hours to beat it and less than oh. five to get all but one achievement. Gosh. All right. So. I'm looking forward to that because that Assassin's Creed fucking shit is dropping this week. So I need to be able to dual play all this shit. Oh my God. You guys are going back to that fucking game? I am. Uh, I am. No. I'm, I'm doing it because there's like two DLCs coming out with it. It's only 100 hours to complete the DLC. Exactly, exactly. Jeez. But hey, next episode we're going to be covering your your movie choice, Minority Report. Yep, Tom Cruise um, classic, classic. And Mondo gives us his pick for. The next oh movie. man, I finally made my decision, and oh, I'm boy. not going to spoil it. And it's totally opposite from anything I've mentioned in the previous episodes. But you're going to oh, love it. Definitely not Predator. Then I'll tell you this: I I mentioned it in this episode, and you didn't even know it. Oh really? <laughs> yep. So, excellent. Anyways. Well, Steve, I'm glad you enjoyed the game. Todd, I'm glad that we're on the same page as well with it because we're just old, for the first miserable time. fucks. For the first time. <laughs> and um, forever. But... Well, Frozen <laughs> reference. I love that movie. <laughs> Anyways, it's not, it, it's not Frozen. It's not Frozen. It's not my movie pick. <laughs> oh, God, please. No animated movies needs to be real. Oh, Unless man. it's Transformers the movie, which is amazing. Kakarot, your power levels. Anyways, you guys, it's been fun. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Lionel, what's going on? I'm not sure, Chitara, but I've got a bad feeling Mumra's up to something. Hmm, I'll be right back. I'm gonna use the John. Eye of Thundera, give me sight beyond sight. Lionel, what are you doing? <laughs> snarf, snarf! Oh, hey, uh, not much, not much. Uh, you want to uh, get wasted or something?